Alright, partner, you know what time it is. It's time for discussion with substance and the best visitors from Boise and beyond. This is the Side Yard Sidebar. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Side Yard Sidebar. I'm Dusty, and tonight I have Kyle and my wife, Kara. Hello. On. Hello. Good evening. Uh, well, Guess good he's evening. back. Um, you're both back. Both have been past visitors on the Side Yard Sidebar uh, podcast. And I live here. And you live here. And I do, I'm going to post pictures. Kara and I have, without fighting and arguing, revamped the parlor Slash recording room to be now what is called the den. Did you say without fighting? We didn't fight, did we? There was a lot of, I feel like you keep poo-pooing my ideas that From we you? both said. No, we both said that <laughs> multiple did. times. We did, but we had good communication and mm-hmm. it's looking very nice. Um, it's a little homier and you've been spending more time in here just hanging out. Yeah. Spinning records and stuff. So Kyle, welcome to the, the new den as it's being called. It's beautiful. Thank you. Do you but, like it better than the last decor situation? I think it has a very different vibe and I'm digging it. Yeah. I think the, the, the drapes, are, you have, have to be seen if you can make your way over here. Crushed green velvet. Emerald green, I would Emerald say. green. Yeah. So uh, welcome back, Kyle. We've done, we've talked about your time at Boise State with student housing before. Mm-hmm. We've talked sports and now we're going to talk golf because... Well, golf is one of those crazy sports that um, people get into or people are nervous and won't get into because they don't know what it's about. So we're going to try to enlighten everyone as to how fun it can be with some awesome stories. So before we get there, um, drink of the night. What are you having, Kara? I have like a vodka water. Vodka water. Situation. It's good. Yes. Just standard. Vo- okay, Kyle, what do you have? I'm going with a Kirkland mango hard seltzer. It's actually very good. Very refreshing. <laughs> very good. Yeah. <laughs> and I have Coors Light, uh, which brings us to the next question. What is the drink of golfers? There are, what are they, cart, beer carts that go around a golf course? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they are as much now, but, and you can buy beer or I feel like golfers should hydrate with water. You would you think, think so. And COVID cannot stop the carts from going around. That is one thing that really? COVID has not stopped. I think maybe at the beginning, but I think since uh, golf has, as we'll talk about, um, flown off the shelves during COVID as a sport that can be very social distance friendly and yeah. outdoors and um, isolating, um, I think the, the the beverages have returned to golf. Nice. So you're saying during COVID, the cart girl with the drinks was not coming around. Maybe you're at the beginning, but then I've played and we're at, they've come around. Okay. Wearing a mask, but still offering drinks. Okay. Um, we, I think we played in Florida over Thanksgiving and there was a cart person going around there. Of course, Florida. I think it, here in Boise with the weather, I don't think they come out till like it's a little bit nicer. Um, I usually, is it okay to bring your own? Cause that's what I typically do. Uh, it's, like, it's like the unwritten rule. You're not. They have the signs that say you're not supposed to. Oh, okay. I don't think anyone's flagging you down if you do. I've worked at a golf course. We, I mean, we can go into this later. Um, and many golf carts that I would clean and come upon <laughs> were filled with beers that we did not sell at the golf course and that we okay. would never sell in the quantities that I would find. 
Okay. And the cards to certain mm-hmm. individuals. So. Okay. Well, so we're also going to talk about things like etiquette and Kyle's going to answer some questions for those maybe beginners, people who are thinking, Hey, I might want to do this. You're going to answer all the questions like, is it okay to bring your own booze? And I understood that answer is yes, it is just yeah. quietly or not. Don't be flashy about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think, I mean, it's, I think a lot of people will go buy a drink and then mix it in with their own when you get, your, oh, yeah. when you grab your hot dog at the turn. But some people are I just, it's more like, don't bring a cooler. What's the turn? The turn is what you consider after the first nine holes. Okay. So they usually on most courses, you know, they'll, they'll, you'll make your way back towards the clubhouse. So the 18th and ninth greens usually are at the clubhouse. So you can. Use the restrooms, go get grab some food. Is everybody taking a break at the turn? Um, if you want to pass a group in front of you that's slow, you don't. Okay. Uh, but most people are, if it's a busy Saturday on a nice day, most people stop and grab all. It's pretty custom to stop and grab some to drink and grab some food. And then you just get back in line type situation? Yeah. And so some people, if they're not going to do it, um, well, usually you'll flag the group in front of you saying, hey, do you mind if we play through? And most people will say yes. I would say nine times out of 10 people are friendly and generous on a golf course. And there's always the exception to that rule. And that exception is me. No, no, I've, I've never had that experience of someone being rude, but maybe we're going to find a story today in, in which we, we hear of that. So, uh, Kyle, thanks for joining us. Uh, the weather is going to be like 60 degrees this week. And the weather is turning, and that means we need something to do outside in this COVID time, and golfing is a great option for that. And 2021, perfect time to start something new. So, golfing for new. Karen and I are new to golf. Well, I've been, I've played golf about 20 years ago, <laughs> and then uh, Kara just started this year. So, we're both kind of new. Kara, why did we start playing golf together? Like, what prompted us to do that? I think COVID not having a lot to do and wanting to be, I wanted to like just hang out outside and get some exercise and have some fun. Yeah. And our boys are old enough where we can like leave them Yeah. for longer periods of time. And uh, we had a friend from my work gave you a set oh, of golf yes. clubs. That was a big, that, that was, was a bonus. <laughs> yeah. Nicole gave us some golf clubs for care and we were like, ah, oh, let's go. So I borrowed not my dad's. Not only just clubs though, like I opened that bag. There were balls. There were gloves. There were tees. I have a golf towel. What do you use that for? You use it for. <laughs> you, for. You, you sometimes like, let's say. I don't actually know. Okay. And I have a scrub brush. I think that's for your balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, like, I don't know. Or your clubs. If. If you get, I don't yeah, Kyle, you, what you would we probably, use those for? The brush with the wire bristle was mostly to clean out the face of your clubs after you would swing. Um, but yeah, you can use them. I think the problem with if you use it for your ball, you might scratch it. And if you're not, that could actually change like, the trajectory of the ball. Will that, it make that, it that's go that's straighter? like super advanced. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's mostly just to clean things up, clean things. Yeah. Like it's a rainy day and your club has like wet grass all over it. You clean it off with the towel. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice. So, um, that's, so Karen and I started golfing actually quite a bit. I would, well, not a lot. Your dad golfs all the time, probably a few times a week. We golfed what twice a month, maybe, but we didn't start probably till September. 
That's true. But, well, that's okay. But we went golfing with Kyle, who's probably the best golfer I know. Is he the best golfer you know? Absolutely. Is Kyle, are you the best golfer you know? I am not the best golfer I know, but I will say that Karen and I are undefeated in the scramble tournament. <laughs> um, As are you and I. Were we on the same team? Well, we played against our friends Kyle oh, yes, or Gavin and Adam, and we beat them. Yeah, we smoked them pretty handily. So I think the the common factor is the, Kyle. Uh, that's some, that's why there's we're some playing. Venn diagram overlap. With the Kyle. No, I I play golf a lot. I would say this is probably the second probably best wave of golf that I've been consistently this last summer. I had the chance to play a lot being away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had such, got some pretty good consistency to where my golf game is. It was this the other time would be when I worked at a golf course when I was about 16. So you've been playing for a while. Yeah. What is Kara? You asked for his golf timony earlier today. And so we'd like to know what your golf timony is, meaning when did you start? When it? did you give your life to golf? golf. <laughs> <laughs> when did you when did you start playing? How long have you played? When did you maybe uh, maybe hit that? spot of hey i'm actually playing pretty well and i can beat people consistently yeah and do you consider yourself would you call yourself a golfer i yes i would say i consider myself a golfer i'd say probably as i had this conversation with my wife recently where i think golf has surpassed my favorite sport probably because i like to play it the most obviously watching it there's it's not the most dynamic sport to watch i enjoy it because i enjoy the intricacies of golf and knowing kind of what pressure that these people are put on. Um, but my golf started probably when I was eight or nine. Um, when I was little, we had, we had about an acre of land that was dirt and weeds. And when it was dirt, I would take like a shovel and I would flatten down like a circle and make like a little green and I would dig a little cup and <laughs> I would walk around the yard with made like three holes with little plastic golf balls. And I would just play golf in really? my front yard. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I really enjoyed it. My dad got me into it. I would play with my dad. Um, I think it's a pretty common uh, older family member kind of gets you into golf. Yeah. Um, and the problem with golf for me growing up was that it, whenever seasonally would always overlap with the other sports that I played. So I played baseball, basketball, soccer growing up. So there wasn't a ton of room for me to play golf in a competitive format. I played in some leagues at a local nine hole golf course that was great because my mom could drop me off for four hours and they would do like a mini lesson you'd hit some balls and then you'd play some type of Hmm. team or individual kind of nine hole tournament and it was a great way for my me as a energized nine ten eleven year old to like kill some time my mom could probably have a break from me so (laughs) she might have a different reason for signing me up for that than uh she loves you so much nancy nancy um so that's kind of how I did it. So it was always a secondary sport growing up. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought that if I, when I gave seasons to it, I got fairly decent. So when I was 16, I worked at a golf private golf course. Or at that, at that time, I was public. But it was a nicer golf course in our area, 12 Bridges. Um, it no longer exists. It's now Cadaveradera and it's fully private. But it was a great year and a half um we would clean clubs coming off 18 and get tips we would clean golf carts with some you know just a bunch of 16 and 17 year olds that were hanging out there and we would oh my gosh that is the whole premise of high school musical 2 
pretty much. <laughs> and, and there's where Kara comes yeah. in on this one. Oh it is gosh, true. They like worked fun. at a golf course. I mean, did I consider myself a young Zac Efron? Maybe. But yeah. did um, you ever sing uh, a song running through the sprinklers? No, on the golf I never ran after? down. Bet on it, bet on it. <laughs> I'm not going to stop. But yeah. I, it, okay. as, as a great job as a 16-year-old boy, I drove the picker. I got hit with golf balls and that. Um, the only thing with golf is that during the summer, there's some very early mornings. So as, yeah. as 17 years old, getting up at five o'clock in the morning to be there to work was not my favorite, but it was a fun job. And then the, we got to play for free. So in the evenings, there would always kind of be one or two carts that were out there. Um, and so we would be waiting for them to come in. So me and the other guy who were working would just take like a seven iron and we'd go just hit balls in the range or go play the first hole and we'd just wait for them to get done. Oh, really? And so, cause we couldn't wrap up till they brought the last card in. So we were just, you constantly had a golf club in your hand. You were constantly hitting balls. You were constantly playing. You could play for free at a pretty nice course. So I would say that's when we weren't ever keeping score, but I felt like I was fairly good just because I could do, you could, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about what I was doing. I was just hitting, hitting a golf ball. How much, what was your best score? What's so I, your best score overall? Overall, I shot a 73 and, and this was last summer. I th- out of what? 70, 72. 72. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In, a, as, in high school. No, this no. was the last summer oh, wow. down in Los Angeles. Okay. Now, before we move on to uh, some golf stories, when you were cleaning carts, did anyone ever totally wreck a cart? You see oh. TikTok videos or Instagram videos of dudes jumping, jumping carts into the sand trap or <laughs> yeah, this, is that real? Yes. This is one of my, one of the stories. So I, I'll, I'll tell Let's it. Let's do it. I'll tell it now is. We got a call over the radio. They called the clubhouse. Radio phones down, saying there's a broken cart on four. So we, me and a buddy, hop with the tow bar, hop out there. Um, we get there, and the cart, entire front axle is completely off. Both wheels gone. Battery is ejected on the side, and there is a guy hunched over another man, laying straight on the on the ground. Hunched <laughs> over. Like making sure he's kind of on his side, semi groaning. Oh my! And so we we walk up and we're just like, "What happened?" <laughs> you can you can see skid marks, like where like they they attempted to jump something. They you know the story from them is oh the, the cart lost control, and, you know, and we're just like okay, look back, just a completely drinking eighteen pack of Coors Light. Empty in the back. We're in, oh in, gosh! So we're like, okay, and you know, we're sixty. We're not. I mean, these are grown men. We're not going to like argue with them um, about so what what happened. So we had to like somehow tow it because only just we, so we just took a bar up to the front and tow it in and bring them a new cart. Um, so we had to. I think we had to like lift it and then tow it in, and we told we obviously told our manager just kind of like, hey, this is what happened. And he's like, okay, I'll deal with it. Do they charge the guys for? Um, I, I don't know. We don't. We really? never really got into that. But it was cl- very clearly evident, <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty sure the guy is injured because he must have got ejected from the car. We didn't see it. I've I've jumped a, we've jumped the carts before. It takes a pretty good speed to get those things like on those videos that you see on <laughs> really <laughs> TikTok and YouTube to to get those up there. And it also depends on the type of cart that you have. So most most gas powered ones. Are the ones you want to do because most electric ones now they call it governors. Yeah, they limit limit the yeah. speed of which you can ride. So we had a yes. non we had like a convertible one that didn't have that on there that we would use to like chauffeur people around and stuff. So we we would we'd always drive that one because it had no governor on it, and we would 
<laughs> race that thing down the um, the driving range was pretty slope, so we would power slide that down too sometimes. <laughs> so I want to do that. So sometimes. with the axles off, how did you tow it back? Yeah, so we had to lift it on the back of the cart, and so like one of us kind of leaned over the back and held the front, <laughs> and we like slowly drug, drug it back. <laughs> but yeah, there was just I mean the amount of beers we'd find and weird stuff and um, what other know, weird stuff cl- pieces of clothing that should not be off yeah, um okay. i mean we get a lot of wallets and cell phones and stuff they're left in the carts that people would come back for we had a pretty significant loss and found down there um there was probably three sets of clubs that were just down there from just lost and found clubs that we would find really and then, okay if there's that much of drinking of beer is there a porta Porta potty at every hole, or guys just going behind trees? Is that trees oh, yeah. is pretty common? Okay. Um, the depends on the course. Usually, you would have one every four holes, and then if it's designed right, some holes will kind of weave and overlap, and they'll put one that kind of where three would meet. They would put a water potty, porta potty station, water bathroom in that area. Huh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I guess I would assume it would be trees, but yeah, there's actually a funny clip if you go. What is it? The 2019 PGA Championship at Beth Page. Okay. There's a video where the camera, or I think it's, I think it's either Dustin Johnson or John Rum, goes off into the trees to pee, and the camera accidentally cuts over, and they just see him standing there taking a leak. Because <laughs> one guy was over there, and then he was over there, and you just he's just like standing this back, and then the camera sees him and quickly shifts back. But the announcers were having a pretty good laugh at it too. So, but That's yeah, awesome. so. Number one for sure. Number two, it's, I think it's more rare. Yeah, that, I would hope that'd be more rare. Um, so before we we get in, golf is one of those sports that literally anything can happen. I called it awesome, spontaneous moments because the the wild, the weird, and the amazing can happen. And one of these, uh, one of my favorite stories is because uh, is when Kara and I. And our, our friend Zach were golfing at the Pierce Park Greens. And we were on the ninth hole. It's a little nine-hole course. And I had a great one of my best shots ever off of the tee. I landed within like two feet of the of the cup. And then, Kara, you were putting, and you had a, a not great putt that ended up rolling off the green and down. But then explain to our listeners what happened in that moment of awesome spontaneous glory for you well dustin i i'm not great at putting or chipping and zach had been giving me some pointers about like how to chip and so this is the last hole i just really went for it and i chipped it and it went right into the hole it, land, it landed just a little short and rolled right in there. Yeah, like I knew what I was doing. It was amazing. It, it made looked, me want to golf It was again. amazing. It yeah. was amazing. And and she just, I remember seeing it hit and I was like, oh, that's going in. And your eyes got super big and you're like, did you see that? Did you see that? And it is. Golf is one of those things that brings you back because you have this amazing shot or something. So, uh, Kyle, what is the, give us some fun golf stories, maybe Stories of the weird that you have seen or on awesome, spontaneous moments uh, or anything like that, because you've seen way more than we have. We have a good story to tell you in a few minutes, but what do you have? Yeah, so weirdly, um, I have an albatross to my name. What's an albatross outside of a bird? 
The most famous would be, do you have a hole in one is kind of the question you get. Okay. So that's a one on a par three. Okay. And Albatross is technically one better than that. It's a two on a par five. You have a two on a par five. Yes. Here's the weird thing about the story. I did not see it go in. So I have this weird, like almost semi non-belief that it actually happened because I didn't actually, (laughs) I didn't get to, you don't get to witness it through your own eyes. So you don't really have this like religious, like I can't see it happen. So how did you know it happened? You just saw balls in the I was playing golf in the, the Bay Area and I, it was a long par five. It is a dog leg left. Which means it goes straight and then it kicks to yes. the left a little so, bit. Like a dog's leg. Yes. Exactly. And so <laughs> to the left of it is the first hole that in kind of bends with the dog leg but goes the other way. And, and then this ninth hole is raised up about 15 yards and then the other one's kind of down the valley. Well, I hooked my drive down onto one, like in the rough. So technically I was actually straight at the green. I kind of cut the dog leg off. Not that you're supposed to. <laughs> so I hiked down there. I had just grabbed a club. I knew where the green was. I could see the top of the pin, and I just smoked a six iron right at it. And I was like, oh, that's going to be on the green. And I was super pumped. Yeah. So the green is surrounded by bunkers, the big green. My buddies were, I was playing to my friends. They were like back up there, but they weren't like watching my ball. And I ran down there because someone was going to tee off on one. So I ran down there, hit real quick, and then ran back up the hill. So I drive up. And they drive up, and they're about one guy landed short, so he was still about seventy-five yards out. So I walk up, and I'm looking. At, I'm looking at the green. I'm like, I don't see my ball. I like <laughs> I walk around to every single bunker, don't see my ball. And I was like, oh man, maybe I, I was just sitting, didn't have my distance right because I literally just grabbed a club. And then you kind of do the like, maybe I should just go look in the hole. <laughs> like, maybe. like yeah, like that's gonna happen. I walk past the hole. My ball is in the hole, and so I didn't really know how to react. They, my friends were back there. They didn't see it. I didn't see it. I had this weird belief that someone from the pro shop walked up and just kicked it in the hole and like didn't tell us. <laughs> but I tell you. doesn't know. You did. But did, yeah. Did your friends believe you when you like told they, them? Well, I tell us. I said, I think my ball's in the hole. And they're like, what? And I said, yeah. I, and they're like, oh my gosh. And they, they're obviously excited. But I think the magic of the hole in one is that everyone can see it happen. Yeah. And then there's the celebration. So there was none of that. <laughs> but I mean, I, and so I kind of have this, like when people are like, Oh, do you have a hole in one? I'm like, no. Cause I have, I know some friends, like one of our best friends growing up, his son played my, 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 one of my best friends, brother played golf at Sonoma state. And he has like seven hole in ones. Really? And play, plays golf a lot, plays a ton. So I kind of have this, like, I don't, <clears throat> I have one better and an albatross is exponentially rare. I mean, it's like, yeah. Because it's a long hole and yeah. you're draining it from your most second Most shot. times you do not get to par fives in two. And if you do, the odds of you making it, because a, a par three could be, what, 110 yards to 200 yards on a long hole. Yeah. This, this shot was, most second shots into par fives are 225 plus. Yeah. So I have that to my name, but weirdly don't believe it. So, well, I believe it for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because I be, I've seen you golf and you place shots where you shouldn't be able to. I mean, meaning I can't get close, but you always, you, you're always right on. Thank so you. I believe it for you. Yeah. And, uh, so that's like my incredible golf story. I've also got to play golf at some pretty incredible places. I think that's when, you know, Kara earlier, what I enjoy about golf is I enjoy, I enjoy exploring new things. That's kind of like, I would, to me, I would never join a country club. 
because mm. I don't like the repetitiveness of it. I like playing new courses. If I can play somewhere new, I'd rather play that than kind of like, and that's just, that's just me. I know there's some people who like to play something that's familiar that they know is going to be good. Yeah. And I will obviously play courses that I like again, but if I go somewhere new, I want to play a different course. Um, so I like the fact that for me, it's like a, a new restaurant. It's a new course. So I've gotten to play um, in some pretty incredible places. Most places I've traveled, I've played in Hawaii, played in Canada, played in Mexico. Um, so I've got to play golf in some pretty awesome places. I think that's what I enjoy, kind of like you're kind of like out in the wilderness and there's some type of like natural nature to most places that you yeah. get to play. Uh, Karen and I play Pierce Park. Mm-hmm. That's I, I mean, like that's, that. our, that's our country club. It's a little nine members. hole. We have a punch card. <laughs> do, do we? No. Do they do? Well, they should because we go there pretty often. I also have a story on when we golf together, all three of us. Actually, there were six of us, which you're not really supposed to do, right? Golf a six sum. Not technically, but I think most courses, the way golf's trending is to be more available, more friendly, the less stringent in the rules. And yes, that was a very fun uh, group of six, but it was also the type of course we were playing at too was just very laid back. And we, you know, we let a couple of people play through, but other than that, it wasn't super busy, yes. but that was super fun. We are that very trendy golfers. And w- would you consider that hole a dog leg? The hole that yes. I hit dusty significantly. And yes, probably easily top five golf moments of my entire life. Well, and I hate to be a victim blamer cause I'm not usually a victim blamer, but I think one of the First rules that I learned in golfing is that you never stand in front of a person who's... Was he in front, though? I wasn't directly in front of him. Well, it's not directly, but towards the hole. (laughs) I was doing a Kyle and trying to hit through. (laughs) I don't think you were trying to, but you did. Yes, I was was trying to. I was probably, what, 20 yards in front and maybe to the right, 10. Anyways, uh, yeah, you hit me pretty hard, Kara. Let's give, you're looking at me Pretty hard, I doubt. Okay, tell the story. Tell the story. That's the story. I hit you. I took a, you were up in the golf cart and I was aiming for the hole as I always aim. And it, it, it went towards your golf cart and I think ricocheted a little bit in the golf cart. And then we just hear you like yell and try to fall out of the golf if, cart. If I'm not mistaken, I, I think Kara before she swung said, watch this. <laughs> Is that? I wouldn't doubt that. Did I hear that all? incorrectly? I did not say that. <laughs> okay. I watch think, well, this. If she did, she's an incredibly accurate golfer because she, I mean, that ripped right into my, I had a, I had like, di- what are you goals? Dimples on the golf ball. Yeah. Oh, please. It said ping on it. I think that's the name of the ball she was using. I mean, it's it not, hurt. It's, it's She's not, a little it's, dramatic. It's not good to use a, um, a, a reference where the, they don't make golf balls called ping. So we should be. <laughs> they don't? No, ping does. Ping just makes clubs. Oh, well, that shows how much. Kara hit me and there's a line. <laughs> it said Callaway on it. It says Callaway <laughs> on it. There we go. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. And. She hit, and the next thing I I heard, tunk, and then it and then it hurt. It stung. I mean, you really hit that ball well, because it it hurt pretty bad for and the we next did, nine yeah, holes. Yeah, we heard about it for a while after that. It's not too often you get hit. Why would why would that be your one of your top? What do you say? Five golf moments. Well, or yeah, because things? I think I've played golf for a long time, and I've only been around one other person that's been hit. <laughs> and I, I will say that at, at, when they got hit, it was 
it can be it's a very it can be obviously very dangerous. This obviously thing was about a three on that, but <laughs> if you're hitting a ball at at 250 yards at what 100 and how 198 miles an hour, I yeah. mean that ball hitting you at that speed from another person can be. I mean, I've seen someone get hit in the back and get pretty good welts. I've had been around people who've purposely hit into people, which is obviously a very dangerous thing to do because of what they deemed poor golf etiquette and speed. And that's kind of like the unwritten ugly side of golf that I think sometimes manifests itself. I think that's really? less, less what and do you less mean? common. Like the, the, you were golfing in your, like in your foursome, somebody hit into somebody else. When I, when the person got hit, we were just, it, um, I've seen, I've had a couple of like bounced, bounced and hit, but I had one guy that got hit in the back shoulder. Um, and that was not because of like malicious. That was just a ball from another hole flew over and, kind of hit him um are but, you saying kara actually intended to hit me because i wasn't playing quick enough i mean could that be could that have actually been the case kara no i don't i don't remember that i think there's a lot of other things that she might have purposely tried to hit you for than just your speed of golf so i'm sure that's true well all i know is you I, weren't even I on the golf path i think that was supposed to be on the other side of well, I sympathize with the people that have hit because it's I got hit by my wife and it hurt. Uh, so I guess rule is stand to the side and or back behind the people that are hitting. I right? mean, yeah, definitely behind the person hitting, I believe, is the rule. Yeah, which, now, which is, isn't even the safest place because I've actually hit the ball backwards in a tournament before. How really? so? What do you mean like backwards? So we had a family golf tournament, the Jack Medley golf tournament, named after my grandfather who passed away. Um, and so all my family members would come in and, and we'd play. And I, we were playing from the white tees and the red tees were 10 yards up with the nice globe tee markers. Mm-hmm. First tee, son of the my dad who runs the tournament. I hit a drive, I sculled it, hit the red, the red tee box and shot backwards about <laughs> 20 yards. So... On the first two everyone's watching, I hit a ball probably <laughs> negative 15 yards. Okay. Wow. Do you just do it over or do you have to no, take this? No. It was a scramble tournament, so we didn't use my shot. But no, yeah. It was it was pretty <laughs> embarrassing. So not living that. I didn't live that one down for a while. Yeah, I bet. Well, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Now, uh, my injury, significant injury from golf, uh, was, was – I mean, it still sticks with me. I get a little bit nervous if I'm in front of Kara, but... You shouldn't be. That's the whole point. <laughs> like, you should always stand behind me. That's me. That's on me. That's on me. Uh, but, Kyle, you your children have been injured while <sighs> not even playing golf, but just being with you golfing. Um, do you have a few stories about that? Yeah, let's not... Um, can we put, like, a non-call the CPS disclaimer in front of this? Well, yeah, you're not purposely doing these things. Yeah, so this they year... Just- and as of recently, maybe the last two years, I think one thing that I've enjoyed, and I'm sure my wife enjoys it, is I've taken uh, my two kids, six and four, and Orrin Hunter with me golfing. Um, they have semi-interest in it, Hunter more than Nora. They like to be outside, play the cart, run around the course, which is great. And most courses I'd say around here are pretty accepting of that. Uh, I try not to bring them if we're playing with like four people just because yeah. it seems like it's a crowd. But if it's, you know, just me and another partner playing, I'll bring them because they like to hang out in the cart and play. So that's been really fun. Um, and, you know, Hunter will jump out and come up when we're at the green and we'll bring his little club and hit around the putt and putt in and or hit one shot in the fairway. So that's that's been great. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so this this story, there's two of them. One is we were playing at Falcon Crest Golf Course and Hunter was in the cart 
and we were parked on top of a hill because we were looking for someone else's ball and there was another cart that parked in front of us and we were out looking and Hunter was in the cart and Hunter jumped down to come climb out of the cart, slipped and fell onto the gas pedal of the cart. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And this in, in front of us was a 45 degree hill angle straight down to the middle of the fairway and then like off and going. Luckily, the other car was parked in front of us, so he slammed into that cart, but it was still on the gas. Yeah. And another person we were playing with was happened to be there and jumped in and pulled him off and then threw the brake on. But if the other cart wasn't there, oh my gosh. I don't know. Oh my gosh. He would have been gone. I mean, I don't know what he probably would hit some bushes and trees, probably another 100 yards up, but I don't know if he would have rolled off the gas or... Probably got significantly injured. So that was wow, very scary. So now, actually, subconsciously now, when I'm in the cart, whenever I park it, I flip it in neutral and turn the key off just okay as a precaution. If, if the kids are ever with me, I just do that because I know they've accidentally hit it before. Wow. Um, yeah, so it was a little scary. And he was pretty freaked out for a couple of holes and just kind yeah. of sat in. Um, but yeah, so that was just... Very fortunate to way the way it played out. Oh, yeah. Um, the next one was his hunter again. He was, um, we were waiting on a tee box, and then we, I was the first cart pulled up, and there's two carts behind us, and he was playing on the back with, like, the straps that strap the clubs in. And he was kind of rocking back and forth on the strap that was strapped in, the one that wasn't being used by my clubs, and he pushed too hard one time, and the buckle came loose, and the strap flew out, and he just face-planted. Oh, no. Into the cart behind us, like just full on, I hear scream, cry, look over, and there is just blood just gushing down his face. (laughs) And so I grabbed the golf towel that Kara mentioned earlier, which I guess now is another use for it and just like plugged him up. And I was like, I I don't, there's no way we're going to be able to finish this because I called my wife because I'm like, I don't know if he like busted through his lip, his teeth, what it was, what was done. So we put the towel there because we can't really do anything until it stopped bleeding so we could see and it stopped bleeding. And luckily he was just like, no, I'm, I'm good. And wanted to sit there. But so pretty much he had like two pa- you know, paper shoved up his nose for the rest of the time. But so you finished the round is what you're saying. I mean, yeah, not, not, my, <laughs> not my proudest dad moment, but he was, he's good. He was good. Wait, he powered didn't, through. didn't Jack fall out of the cart recently too? What's the one at Falcon Crest? That's the one that was the one with Hunter. Oh, okay. Oh, no, 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 no. That was, we were, my wife and I thought it'd be great to, this was like last fall. Let's walk Falcon Crest nine hole with the kids. We had Jack in the stroller. We'll just walk and they can walk around. Be great. And a nice little outdoor stroll. Yeah. Jack climbed up on the stroller. I was, Nora, my daughter was like, I'll push him. I'll push him. I was like, okay. I turned around for like literally one second, flip around and Jack had flopped off the cart, hit his face on the way down on the wheel. He was bleeding. This was like on the first hole. <laughs> and so I threw him up my shoulder and then he's bleeding all over me. And we just like, my, my man was like, we're done. We're done. And so we go back and I'm like at the pro shop. I'm like, can I get like a rain check? And I'm just, he's like, what do you need? He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll get that for you. <laughs> blood on my shoulder. Yeah. So most of my sports stories, I guess, are just involving my, me injuring my children, apparently. So, but oh. no, as some other, you know, there's... <coughs> A lot of funny moments with friends. I think that's what is so great about golf is just like the memories with, uh, you know, me and my, my guy friends and kind of like playing really beautiful places and traveling. I've been luck- very fortunate to travel to some places recently and play some bucket list courses that I didn't think I'd ever get to play. 
we, when we played uh, a course called Wolf Creek in Arizona that is from literally from a video game huh. that, and it was on Tiger Woods video game like back in the 2010 or whatever it was and it just kind of was like this like dream and I got to play it I mean it was 117 when we played it <laughs> degrees dollars out. degrees oh degrees it was within the middle of outside Vegas we played it September oh gosh 6th and it was so hot but still Worth I would it. do I would do it again 10 times out of 10 it was the one of the most memorable experiences just because it you have things in your head you build up for like, especially like, oh, this is going to be great. This is what the course is going to be like. And sometimes it doesn't meet it, but this met it. That's awesome. Yeah. That yeah, was a great. Great day. One of my favorite things, we were at the same course when Kara struck me with a ball. Uh, Kyle would tee off and we would get a, a text or whatever that Jack had woken up. And Kyle would run back to the camper and we would finish maybe a hole because we were that slow and then he'd run back and there's Jack and then there was no one playing at that time. So he would, we'd let him just kind of wander everywhere. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was, that was a fun golf trip. I also created a memory for a hunter that will live forever in his mind. Um, uh, because I had a very bad a memory. Shot. Was like a scar maybe. Or? Uh, yeah. Something like that. I mean, one of the, one of the, well, I guess I was always taught if you didn't hit it, past a certain like the certain red tees or whatever mm -hmm. you had to play the hole with your pants down and i had my underwear on and there was no one else on the course at that time and so i was like you know what i'll do it <laughs> so for kyle's children <laughs> and, yeah and kyle's hunter's gonna be very traumatized there. from golf when he gets, he's, gonna, he's, <laughs> he's gonna touch a golf ball and freak out he's not gonna know why when he grows up yeah and i played okay on the rest of that hole so maybe i'll start playing that way which brings us into uh kind of the the last bit of this and since we've sold golf for everyone, we have some questions for you, Kyle, as beginners or as people who are like, okay, maybe I want to pick up this golf game, but I'm, I'm nervous because you feel like it, there are some unwritten rules and things that you need to know. So I think Karen and I will go back and forth with some questions for you uh, to see if you can answer some of these for our friends who, who haven't played and maybe want to. So number Let's one question, uh, is there a dress code for golf? And if so, what is the proper attire? Yeah, so most golf courses will have a written rules of what is expected. Most of it, the basics would be closed-toed shoes, no cutoff shirts, jeans are hit or, hit or miss depending on what type of course they are, and usually some type of collared shirt. I would say that is shifting and changing. I think COVID has brought an accessibility to golf and attracted new populations, but I think um, allow for different types of golfers to be there. And I think golf is seeing the benefit of having people that aren't country club polo wearing people play the, play the game. And I think that's, I, I think it's really great and it can frustrate some people. And, you know, there's some new stuff on the PGA tour where people wearing the golfers wearing hoodies and people are all up in arms about it. And it just seems like what, like what's the, how dare they, you know, what's, what's the point? Like it's, it's not, it's not nine, you know, it's not 1985 yeah. and what golf is not what it used to be for a certain type of class and a certain type of individual. It's a growing game that we want to, for the success of the game and the growth of it, we want to invite different populations who might not always wear the exact same thing and look a certain way. So. I was looking at Happy Gilmore, like that's when it kind of kicked off some of those, like you can wear whatever. And was it that 16th was, what were you telling us about that 16th hole at? 
the waste management. Yeah, uh, so the lattice, the lattice hole on the tour, the waste management golf trip in Arizona, and it's the end of January. So it's just yeah. a Super Bowl weekend. Um, they've kind of built this demographic as this like loud, crazy atmosphere where usually it's like quiet when you're hitting. It's like the opposite there, especially the 16th hole. They raise like the, the volume up. There's like speakers and stuff playing. And I think there's, I want to say, what is it? Like 50,000 people on like a small yeah. par three, like a stadium seating and like club boxes. And if any golfer misses the green, they boo them. If they hit the green, they cheer. If they make, if they make a birdie, they like scream, Really? People dance on the green. It's just a very different feel. I think it's just really cool for something that's different. That's not the like quiet, please. Yeah. Golf clap thing. I think it's, um, I think yeah. the, the game's growing in different ways, which is good. Cool. Right on. So what are some, I mean, you mentioned like you got to be quiet when you, you can do a nice little golf clap, but what are some of like the rules that are kind of unwritten? Like, golf etiquette besides obviously the one we covered which is don't stand in front of somebody yeah don't hit your partner with a golf ball (laughs) yeah um gosh i think it's it's changing too i think if you're gonna go very basic rules would be don't talk when someone's swinging um try to go in order so that you'd be the furthest person away from the hole would go first um another one would be don't step in the line of someone's putt so if someone's putting or mark their ball, try not to step where their ball would go into the hole. Cause obviously that could, you know, you could leave a mark and that Cost could, that could affect their putt. Okay. Um, so those are kind of like the very basic unwritten ones. There's, there's some other ones that are, I think are just kind of outdated. And, you know, if you have the best, like the best score, you go first on the next hole. That's kind of like the order. But okay. I think that's most of it switching now to just whoever, who's ever ready, ready golf. And, Obviously, there's a big emphasis overall on improving the speed of golf because I think sometimes people take a little too seriously and take seven practice swings and line up putts from four angles and act like they're... This, how this how long does it take to play a round of 18? How long should it or how long does it? Yes, both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would say pretty average. Most courses will try to do is anywhere between 4.15 and four and a half hours. Jeez. That's like with the pace of play on like most cart. So would be for a golf. Okay. I think most people are wanting to get down to four if they can, um, which might not seem like a lot, but shaving off 15 minutes is a pretty yeah. significant task in most places. You just cut out that hot dog run at the turn. There you go. No bathroom breaks. Okay. Um, How long did it take us to play that course? Oh, well, gosh. that was nine <laughs> holes, and I think it took us three hours. We had a long some time. Fun. Yeah. I mean, there's um, an injury timeout for like 20 minutes, but yeah. oh my gosh! So I've played a five and five forty-five round on a weekend in the Bay Area when it was slam packed, and that was really awful. I've also played Twilight by myself with no one in front of me, I've, and I played by myself where I needed to beat the sun, and I played it like in an hour and 30 minutes. I actually wow. played really well because I think it was like I'm not thinking about what I'm doing; I'm just you're going up and hitting it. it. But so I think speed of golf needs to get better. And I think, I mean, that's from top down the PGA tour does new things. And I think courses do are trying to, it's tough to kind of regulate that, but they need to. Hmm. And the number one thing is for me, it's just what tee box people use. If I, if I could say one thing is most people play the wrong tee box. What, what tee box should, should I play or. So they'll recommend if you're a certain handicap, you should play from, well, it's usually red, white, blue, black is kind of the order from 
closest to Frost Away. I would say most men try to play the blues unless they're good. They'll play the tips, which would be the blacks. But I would say most people who play the blues shouldn't play the blues. They, they should, should play the whites. They play the whites. And I think what they think of it as age and distance when it's not, it's about skill. Okay. And even 25 yards closer, you, even, you might be able to drive it just as far, but you're, you have a different club in your hand, which means you have better control over it. Yeah. You're closer to the hole, which means you're not, your, your misses are smaller. So I think most people just play the wrong tee boxes. Interesting. I uh, should be playing the juniors. The Reds? No, you should play the Reds. Are, yeah, you can play the Reds. I would say if you venture off to 18 holes, though, if you start playing, if you start playing other courses, that's not a bad idea. And I've, people say like, even for like us or people at my, up in my, like play different tee boxes, just, it makes it, you play a different course, right? So if I played, Banbury up an eagle 10 times if I, if I, from the blue tees. If I play from the white tees, I have different clubs in all of my hands and it forces me to play different shots. <laughs> Interesting. I guess I never thought about the tees. I always thought it was just, there's the juniors, the women's, the men's, and then the really good guys. Yeah. It's a, and there's nothing it's, that is all almost like, you know, it reiterates that's almost just preconceived weird, totally. like stereotypes about it. Cause it's not, it's not that now. It's almost like, in the, for me, it's like if I have to go play a little bit closer, I might score better and like I'd probably be in a better mood than <laughs> going and playing from the blacks and getting my uh, yeah my lunch handed to me and then I'm frustrated the rest of the day. Mm. So that's nice. not fun. No, that's not fun at all. And golf is one of those games that you can leave very frustrated or upset. Yeah. Um, Are there things you can do to make golf more fun? Oh, 100%. Like what? Well, one is not take it too seriously. Um, I think. I have played golf in some very competitive environments and I played golf very social. And when we played at why not winery, that was a very memorable day that I will remember <laughs> because it was, we were still like having a fun little scramble, but I wasn't taken seriously, but that's what I enjoyed. I got to hang out with like my wife and four of my best friends in like an afternoon. And like, I got to play a game that I like playing, but and play a game, but not feel like, Win or lose, it didn't really matter what. I think we did win, though. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you did. Did that enhance it, of course. Um, <laughs> but it's, I think that's kind of like what it is. I think people take it too serious. Like, don't talk, like, don't walk, don't play music, <clears throat> act a certain way. There's an etiquette, there's a professionalism. And for a professional player who has a million dollars on the line, sure. But for Joe Schmo out in Boise, Idaho, it's, you're talking between an 89 and like a 92. Like it's yeah. not, it's not a huge deal. Yeah. So I think the, it's the, what you go into it with, it makes it fun or not. And I think some people just like, I play with people who take it very seriously and I'm just like, like you're not happy. Yeah. And I, and I'm just, I've definitely on my rounds where I haven't hit good shots when I'm just like not happy. And that's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not immune to that, but I'd say I play with people that I'm just like, are grumpy pretty consistently. And it's just like, dude, this is not, and I play people who shoot a hundred who are just like, Oh, I just, I'm not here. But like my in-laws play golf every day and they have their good rounds and have their bad rounds, but they just like be in the cart and have their music and have their snacks and yeah. like being outside that and they just, like fun. and they love it. Yeah. And Karen, and I, we, we do golf well. Like yeah. We play golf really well together. We're not taking it seriously. I don't know if we've actually written down scores. No, why do that? For ourselves. Why because, ruin day? <laughs> but we've had a great time golfing together and golfing with friends. And it's always fun. Um, 
I don't think we'd take it too seriously because I, it's, it is, it's not fun. It's, it's more enjoyable to encourage each other and, and laugh and yeah. And, and not keeping, and not keeping score is probably another hands down. I would start never doing that for a long time because yeah. you, cause you'll remember the story you told was the birdie I made or the part I made. But you'll yeah. remember that as like a very good moment. But like if you were to keep score, you would like, oh, well, I might have double bogeyed the last yeah. seven holes before that. And yeah. you don't have that feeling of, hey, I did something good today. Yeah. And that's how it should be. I think I left that because I had that awesome chip that gave me a par at the end of that nine, nine hole. holes. I think I probably left thinking that I was one over par maybe that entire course. <laughs> yeah. And you, you know, you definitely were. If if we would have written it down, it might have told a different story, but we didn't, and so I left feeling great. And that was the last time we we played. A yeah, round. I mean, we've and only you're played. still on that high. Yeah, I'm I'm a great golfer. <laughs> you're a great chipper. You're ready to go. Yeah. Um. The other the other question I wanted to ask on behalf of some beginners or people who might want to start off is, how do you get into the game of golf? Meaning, what do you need? Um, as far as like clubs or kind of where, where would you say is the basic place to start if someone wants to try golfing? Yeah, I would say don't, you probably shouldn't play on a course for three, four months. Just go hit balls, the driving range. Um, I think golf's evolving too, where you see these places like drive shack and top golf, which are really embraced. The, the the fun side of golf and make mm. games of the um, when we we played top golf in Vegas and had yeah. a, had a great time, um, so I think there's ways to do that. So I would say just get familiar with that because I think if you're out in the course trying to accomplish a very singular goal, as my wife said today when we were watching the golf tournament, um, she said it's such a funny game. Just these grown men with little sticks hitting a ball into a hole, and it's just like if it's very simple, but it yeah. can, it's it's a very technical game. It's a mind game in your head, half of it. And it takes a lot of skill to do, to put the ball in the hole. And if instead of just enjoying working on hitting it straight and getting solid contact, if you're worried about putting into this one singular spot, it can be very, very frustrating. So I think a lot of people get burnt out when they go hit some balls and like, let's go play on the course. And then that's like, Oh, I got like a, yeah, I got like a 10. And it's like, no, like you're, you're improving. Um, so just enjoy the, like, the skill and learn the, the the motions of it before you kind of start getting the course and you can start testing some of those things out and go play Pierce park and go play nine holes. <laughs> so you're yeah. not, I'm not, it's not like stay away from the big courses where we are, but it's <laughs> big boys it, build into it so that you enjoy it. Cause yeah. as someone who's played it for what, 26, seven years, it can be very frustrating for me. And I can't imagine for someone who like the motion of swinging and hitting a little ball that's not moving like fractions of percentages of degrees and like where your club face hits at impact or where your shoulder turns can mean you hitting or missing the ball. So like, if you think about how technical a swing is, yeah, it takes a long time to perfect that. And that's what makes golf fun and makes golf very, very frustrating. <laughs> so if someone wants to try where would they get clubs? Can you rent clubs? Can you buy, borrow? Where can you buy them yeah, without I spending? I would borrow it? or go to play it against sports and just maybe get one wedge, like a seven iron, a driver, and a putter. Yeah. Like that's kind of what you the basics on what you need. And most beginner sets will kind of have that kind of arrangement in it. 
Um, don't go buy new Callaways and new tailor-made M2 SIM drivers. It's just not, it's not needed. Um, and then just go out and hit balls and find someone who's played it before that can kind of give you the basics of it. Um, every single golfer will call themselves a coach and try to give you swing tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like people ask me for them too. And a part of me is like, I am an old baseball player that developed a golf swing. Okay. And I've never really, I've gotten maybe 30 minute lessons here or there. So I don't really know what I know what I do. Cause I've done it for 26 years, not yeah. because someone coached me and I, I can see general things and swings. That I think that are probably flaws, but I don't know how to teach you how to fix it. I can huh. probably say, Hey, you're probably rocking back here where you should be rocking forward. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know a drill. I don't know a mindset to get you to fix that. So this thing, yeah, the rotation of the shoulders. I can see, I can see big errors, but yeah. When you get to a certain point, it's going to be the little things that make a difference. And there's great coaches out there and stuff that I think that can give you those little pointers to like help you improve in little areas. And there's a lot of, I mean, um, I feel like almost everybody's golf swing is different. Like no one has just the right one unless you're a professional. Sure. And as a tip for beginners too, I think is great, which I would say 80% of people do it in reverse. If you can learn to chip and putt first and work towards your driver, you will be significantly better. Because chipping and putting is the first, when you don't play for a while, it's the first thing that goes. And it's the hardest skill to learn. Now you might think, if I'm 300 yards away, the biggest bang for my buck is getting to there closer faster. Exactly. But if you, getting seven feet from off the green into the hole can almost be, three times as many shots as for year one drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if you think that. about, I use my driver on a course, 10 shots. Uh-huh. I use my putter. Hopefully use my, <laughs> I was going to say, you try to, <laughs> you try to use your putter under 26. So that's minimum. So you're hitting 28 shots with your putter. <laughs> that's a good point. And I probably 20 shots with your wedges. Yeah. So, you, so if you just take those two right there, that's 46 to 50 shots on 70 or an 80. So you're saying that you're taking 60% of your shots with your wedges and your putter on a course. Interesting. Wow. I never thought of it like that. So if you can get better at that, you will shave. That's the, that's the biggest area you shave strokes off. So to get better at that, I can just go to a golf course and like not even pay, but just like hang around that putting green thing. Putting green, chipping green. That's free. It's, you can do it in your house. You can go buy, the golf store and get a little mat, go get a cup and just practice putting and chipping, um, you know, chipping off carpets will be different than a course cause just the feel, but that's the stuff that I would say people go out and try to figure out how to hit the ball 350 yards when it's, you watch these, I'm sure if you asked a pro like around the green game and touch and that's kind of stuff is, yeah. and that's how even people at certain age groups can still be effective because if, you know, if you can, get it close and then you can chip and get up and down for, you know, put it in one shot. It's like, okay, that's, that's yeah, that's awesome. Well, that leads me into my next little thing before we wrap up is one of my goals is to put in maybe two holes here on the, uh, outside of the side yard. Um, nothing, I mean, not like a legitimate area, but a little chipping, a little chipping hole with one of the big cups and, and just kind of get used to hitting, you know, 20, 30 yards, with a with a wedge, that'd be fun. Something Karen and I could do either with regular balls or with what they make foam balls that you can practice with. And yeah, just make sure uh, Rox doesn't get them. She might. 
Oh, oh she, she would love it. She would destroy them yeah. and then poop them out. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was that's kind of one of my goals for upcoming in this spring and fall is, or spring and summer is to get a little little few holes back here. And, and then we can kind of practice our chipping that way. And then maybe putting too. We'll see. Um, but we're going we're gonna to wrap up here. Kyle, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Talking golf. Talking golf. We could do this for five more hours if we really wanted to. So. Golf is a fun thing to it's a fun thing to talk about, but I think it's been something that Karen and I have been able to go outside during these COVID times and and uh, and make things happen. So the last thing I was going to say is go visit the side yard on Instagram, the underscore side underscore yard or the website side yard Boise and share this with some friends. Maybe you have some friends who are interested in golf or just started golf. Uh, send this over to them so they can hear from Kyle and Karen and I and and maybe we can all go golfing sometime. Not just the three of us, because we're going to do that. But maybe we invite some new people in. Or maybe you say, hey, let's go. Uh, we would love to do that. So with that said, Kyle, thanks for joining us. Kara, thanks for staying up. I know it's past your bedtime. Yeah. And You're I appreciate welcome. you staying up. And uh, we will talk to all of you uh, in a few weeks. Take it easy.